Welcome back guys, we are back and today I finally finished the MLB preview for this upcoming 60 game season. I'm sorry I took a lot longer than I said it was. Uh, I went on vacation for 4th of July, but I'm back and I got it done and we're here to discuss that today. Plus we got other topics going on, Patrick Mahomes' half billion dollar contract. Uh, the main event, Yaz Island has been changed, Gilbert Burns uh, obviously out, Jorge Masvidal in. And the Washington Redskins name change. So we'll start with those things first. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it. We'll start with Patrick Mahomes' half a billion dollar contract. Ten years, $503 million. Um, insane. Just insane. And I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it. He does. He's a league MVP. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's only been in the league three years. He's done all this. 50 touchdown passes. Absurd. And you have a great coach like Andy Reid and a great owner like Clark Hunt. Um, as long as these three are together, the Chiefs should be competitive every year. But I would not have given them this much money because I wouldn't have given anyone this much money. If Jesus walked down and, and asked for this kind of money, I would tell him no. I mean, I, I'm just that's just how I am. Um, it has nothing to do with his talent. He's obviously um, the best quarterback talent in the league. And he's just going to be phenomenal for the rest of his career. I'm just worried about, you know, God knows what will happen. Hopefully he stays healthy. But, you know, a Bo Jackson-like injury or something like that. And then you're locked in. I believe it's $150 million guaranteed for injury. So, but I just, I just hate huge contracts I they just you know they handcuff teams um, we'll see how well they manage the cap and how they're going to keep pieces around him and the defense but you know overall a good move for locking up your franchise quarterback uh, the best quarterback in the franchise's history and you know if he wins a couple more Super Bowls he can go down as the greatest quarterback ever so can't really diss the move. I'm just saying I wouldn't give that much money uh, to anyone, but um, Patrick Mahomes certainly deserves it. So, and uh, this should be interesting to see how it affects other quarterbacks' contracts. Obviously, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray in a couple years. Um, we'll see how much those guys get. But uh, I don't think anyone will get Mahomes-type money. I will be shocked. But, yeah, overall, good for Patrick Mahomes, good for the Chiefs. Uh, Record-breaking deal. Just absurd. Just absurd. But uh, he definitely deserves it. So, after that, um, Yaz Island, I talked about this in the last video. Um, I'm su still super pumped for it. Uh, Gilbert Burns had to pull out of the main event for UFC 251 because he tested positive for COVID-19. And steps in Jorge Masvidal, who I personally didn't think was ever even going to be a possibility because of the money situation. He's been tweeting about it for the last couple months, how he wants to get paid more. Dana's been giving him the cold shoulder. But now this is the super fight that we wanted, There are a lot of people wanted, and are going to get now. Um... Just absurd. I don't think anyone really saw this coming. 
It happened pretty quickly. Um, I thought, you know, a guy like Nate Diaz would be one of the first choice because he'll fight anyone and he kind of needs the money because he's been underpaid for most of his career. But um, this is a huge super fight. This is going to be a bloodbath. Um, Mazdal said he has to drop 20 pounds next to stays, but he's pretty confident that he can do that. Um, Mazdal coming off his five or nine second, I forget how quick it was, um, knockout against Ben Askren and then beating Nate Diaz for the baddest motherfucker title. Um, so he's hot. He's resurrected his career and he's going to get his first title shot. Uh, his corner man is not going to be there. Mike Brown, he tested positive for COVID as well, so he will not be there. Um, I'm going to take Usman in this fight. I think Usman is the better fighter overall. That's simply why I'm taking it. It's not because of short notice or weight cut or corner man. I just think Usman is the better fighter. But uh, hopefully this fight goes five rounds and it's just a complete blood, blah, uh, blood bath. Because uh, this is just a super fight. And uh, honestly, it's going to it work out for UFC because it, it's probably going to pull in more buys. Uh, Jorge is definitely going to pull in more buys than Gilbert Burns. So, huge event. Can't wait for it this weekend. Or is it this weekend or is it next weekend? What's, what's the day? The 8th? 9th? 10th? Yeah. It's this weekend, isn't it? Um, it's going to be awesome. So, can't wait for that. I mean, what a turn of events. So, all right. And then the final thing, and then we'll get into the MOB preview. The Redskins, most likely going to change their name, FedEx, uh, which has naming rights to FedEx Field, where the Redskins play. I have asked uh, the Redskins to change their name. A lot of investors want out of the Redskins unless they change their name. Um, again... This is the cancel culture. Um, you know, no one's had a problem with the Redskins logo or name for 60 years until now. Um, I just think it's kind of ridiculous that this cancel culture just seems to cancel, get rid of anything that has some bad rev, uh, resemblance or something like that. It's very hypocritical because the people that, you know, are part of this cancel culture... You know, they all got skeletons in their closets. We just don't know it, you know. So, overall, uh, the name's probably going to get changed. Because when you bring money into it, um, you know, money talks. Uh, Nike also pulled the Redskins gear, which uh, I find hilarious uh, that they want the Redskins to change their name. Yet, they make all their products in uh, slave shops in China. So, you know, whatever. Overall, we'll see what the new names are. I see the Warriors. That's gross. Please. Um, I like the Red Tails, personally. Um, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, name change is definitely probably going to come. So um, I thought the best logo and best team name in the NFL will uh, no longer be. But, you know, the world is what it is nowadays. So... Yeah, so here we go. Take a break a little bit. All right. All right, so the MLB season is finally back on. 
July 23rd, first games of the year, coming up in a couple weeks. 60 games, um, 60 game season puts a lot of urgency into the season, into these regular, regular season games. Sorry, I'm going to take some water here. Is my voice cracked? Okay. Um, 60 games, so, you know, this could either go two ways. Uh, the good teams stay good because they're prepared and ready to go. Or we can have um, some surprise teams because it's 60 games. And if you get off to a hot start, you could find yourself in the playoffs. So, But uh, I definitely lean towards uh, the, the good teams doing good. So without further ado, sorry, yawning. Without further ado, let's get right into it. We're going to start with the AL West. Um, obviously, I'm going to start with the Houston Astros, who I think are going to win this division. Uh, I think 46 games. They're pretty much running it back. They're just so stacked. Uh, obviously, everyone's after them, after the whole um, trash can banging scandal, stealing signs. But uh, this is still the best team in the AL West, one of the best teams in the AL they're just stacked. Uh, Dusty Baker is back as manager. Um, so we'll see how far he can take him into the playoffs. Dusty Baker has struggled in the playoffs. Um, a World Series has eluded him for quite some time now. But I still think they're the best team in the division. So they didn't really do much in the offseason. Like I said, they're pretty much just running it back. So uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, next, we'll go to the Los Angeles Angels, who might be you know the most interesting team in this division. Uh, they bring in Joe Madden to manage the team, coming over from the Cubs. Uh, they sign uh, Anthony Rendon, who could have been you know, MVP last year. I can't remember if he won it or not, but he was a monster on the championship Washington Nationals last year. He comes over with a big deal uh, to go along with Mike Trout. They also got... Shotei Yotani coming back, um, at least in the lineup for hitting. Not not so much pitching yet. Um, So offensively, this team's got some pieces. Justin Upton as well. Uh, My biggest question is pitching. Uh, They got a lot of young starting pitchers that haven't really proved themselves yet. So um, you know, if the bats can carry them, this team can make the playoffs. But it's going to come down to pitching. Um, they have a good manager in Joe Madden. So we'll see what he can do with this squad. Uh, this is a very interesting, very uh, intriguing team in all baseball. Uh, Mike Trout hasn't won a playoff game. I don't even know if he's been to the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, this is a very interesting, very intriguing team. So, yeah. Um, next, we'll go to the... Moneyball, Oakland A's, who are essentially running it back. Not much to talk about in their offseason. Um, you know the story. They don't have they don't spend a lot of money. They don't have a lot of money. They just make it work, man. Uh they got some good good players. Chris Davis, obviously. He's a AL MVP candidate. Um made the wild card last year. Same story as usual. They lost. Uh, so we'll see. Strong team. But uh, I think the Angels got better. I think the Rangers got better. So it could be a little, little more uh, difficult for them to make the playoffs this year. Uh, 
Speaking of the Rangers, we'll talk about the Rangers, who I think improved pretty, pretty significantly. Uh, I like the Rangers a lot this year. They added uh, Corey Kluber from the Indians and Todd Frazier this offseason. Um, obviously, they got Joey Gallo, who uh, I think tested positive for COVID, so he might be out for the next two weeks. I don't know if he's going to be ready for opening day. Um, but this team has improved. They got a new ballpark. Um, new feeling. Uh, I like this team a lot this year. I really do. I really um, like the Rangers. Uh, they still got some veterans there. Elvis Andres is still there. Sing Su Chu is still there. So um, Lance Lynn had a, a really good season last year pitching. Kind of resurrected resurrected his career. So I really like the, the Rangers this year. I think they improved a lot. And uh, when we get to my playoff predictions, I think you'll... See my thoughts on that. Um, and then finally, uh, Seattle Mariners. They they improved their relief pitching. You know, Carl Edwards Jr. coming over from the Cubs. Um, Yoshi, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. He came over from my D-backs. Um, this team is still not very good, but they're, they got a really good uh, farm system is what I've been reading. Um, they're just not there yet. It's not their year. Um, not much to say. So, um, overall... I have the AL West as Houston, Houston 1, Rangers 2, LA 3, just barely above Oakland, and then Seattle at the bottom. So that is the AL West. Next we'll get to the AL Central. It's probably the worst division in baseball. I mean, they're just, yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll start with the Minnesota Twins, who are obviously the favorite. Um, they signed Josh Donaldson, uh, former AL MVP, had a good bounce back year last year with the Braves. Uh, Michael Pineda coming over from the Yankees to bolster that rotation. Um, this team's got a really easy division, so um, they should cruise to the playoffs, in my opinion. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, they don't have to play the Yankees in the first round because we know how that goes. So. Um, you know, um, smooth sailing for the Twins. Smooth sailing. Sorry, my mom texted me in the middle of this, and I got to send her a text real bad because it's my mom. Okay. Okay, okay, sorry. We're back. We're back. Um, next, we'll go to the Chicago White Sox, who did a lot in the offseason. Um. They brought in Yosemite Granmada, Edwin Canacion, Dallas Keuchel, and Gio Gonzalez. Um, they got Tim Anderson and Joey Abrea. Uh, so this team on paper looks really good. It looks really good. Um, we'll see what happens. It, it is the White Sox after all. So, But on paper, they improved. But I don't know if I'm ready to trust them yet. So, that's my thoughts on the White Sox. Um, next, we'll go to the Indians, who got rid of Corey Kluber. They hung on to Francisco Lindor for the moment. Um, I don't know if this team is rebuilding or not. I, I don't know. They're kind of stuck on it. Um, you know, they didn't really improve. But they still got Terry Francona as their manager and an easy division. 
So if this team sneaks into a wild card position, I would not be surprised whatsoever. And then the round at the bottom, uh, the Tigers and, and Royals are not very good. Um, you know, bright spot for the Tigers. Uh, they had number one pick. They picked uh, the kid from ASU, Spencer. His last name's eluding me. But he's going to be really, really good. So, you know, hopefully these teams get back to their winning pedigrees. I mean, the Tigers there were contenders for a long time. The Royals obviously won the World Series in 15. Uh, they were in back-to-back World Series. So hopefully these two can pick up the slack along with the White Sox. Um, and this division will be really competitive. But right now, it, it's pretty much the Twins and uh, everyone else. As uh, I had the Twins winning the division. Uh, behind them is Cleveland. Behind them is Chicago. And then the Royals and Detroit to round out the bottom. So that is the AL Central. Uh, next, we'll get to the mighty AL East. Uh, we're going to start with one of the World Series favorites, the New York Yankees. Obviously, the biggest free agency move in all of baseball, uh, bringing in Garrett Cole to be their ace. Uh, CC Sabathia retired. Um, James Paxson is coming in as well. Um, this team is stacked. This team should win the division, and they should be the one seed in the AL. They should be the best team in the American League. Um, not much more to say on them. Their biggest competition is going to be the Tampa Bay Rays, um, who brought in a lot of pieces. Jose Martinez from the um, Cardinals. Hunter Renfro from the Padres. Yoshi Takasaki, you know, um, from Japan. This team is very good. Um, no fans in the stands to start off the year. The Rays are already used to that because no one goes to Tropicana Field. So it could play advantage to them. And uh, I'm being dead serious on this. So the Rays are very good. Uh, I expect the Rays also make the playoffs along with the Yankees in this division. They're obviously two top teams in this division. And I'd be surprised if it didn't end that way as well. Um, the Boston Red Sox, obviously, they got hit hard this offseason with the, you know, sign stealing scandal. Not as hard as the Astros. They did lose their manager, Alex Correa. He's gone. Um, I forget who's their manager now. Uh, they also traded away Mookie Betts and David Price, so they're gone. Uh, I believe Chris Sale is still recovering from Tommy John. Not quite sure because I really don't follow the Red Sox because I do not like the Red Sox whatsoever. Um, this team... You know, not much to say. I think they'll hover around 500 this year. Um, losing their manager's tough. Losing their best pitchers. Or not their best pitcher. One of their best pitchers. And their best player. Uh, this team did not improve at all. So. Um, so, I expect them to take a step back. And uh, hover around 500 this year. Um, next, Toronto Blue Jays. Who have some really good young pieces. Uh, obviously, Vag Guerrero Jr. Um, Bo uh, Biecha. And then uh, they brought in uh, Rue from uh, the Dodgers, the, the Cy Young winner, or Cy Young candidate, I believe finished second. Um, they also brought a, a right-handed pitcher from Japan. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce these game names, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just not. Son, yeah, yeah, see, you get it. Um, you know, the Blue Jays are building something nice. They, they got a young core. They're just not ready to compete in this division with uh, the likes of New York and Tampa. Uh, maybe they can compete with Boston for that third spot. We'll see. 
So uh, I like what they're doing. Uh, they're just not ready yet. A couple more years. And then the Orioles, who are probably going to be the worst team this year. Uh, they're, they're really bad. They're just really bad. And it makes me sad because my mom loves the Orioles. She's a huge Cal Ripken fan. She actually uh, tripped and fell while she was pregnant with me trying to get an autograph from Cal Ripken. So um, hopefully the Orioles can uh, turn it around. But right now they're just they're, they're terrible. There's no uh, point in talking about them. So, yeah, the AL East, I have the, the Yankees um, coming out on top. And then right behind them, Tampa Bay. Uh, I have Boston just narrowly over Toronto for that third spot. And then Baltimore, obviously, um, in the last position. So, that wraps up the AL. Let's go to the NL. Starting the NL West. Um, obviously, we're going to start with Dodgers, who are the World Series favorites. Uh, they brought in Mookie Betts, David Price, but he is sitting out uh, this season due to COVID. Uh, so that's a blow. That's a blow. Um, but this team is still stacked. Um, I expect them to win like 50 games out of the 60. Um, probably make it to the NL World Series. Uh, kind of spoiled that. You'll We'll get to my playoff predictions in a minute. But... Uh, overall, they're the favorites for a reason. They are absolutely stacked. I'm a huge Arizona Diamondbacks fan, and I am sick and tired of playing these guys because they're just they're too damn good, you know. Um, so yeah, they're the favorites. Not much more to say. Uh, next, we'll get to my Diamondbacks. Who? Oh man, I was I'm so excited for this season. We got a good farm system coming up. Um, I'm not gonna get too much into Diamondbacks because I can go on all day. But obviously bringing in Matt Bum and Starling Marte from Pittsburgh. Uh, this team has uh, three good pitchers. Um, actually, a really good staff. Um, not as good as the Dodgers, but it's up there. You know, Robbie Ray, uh, Matt Bum, Zach, Zach Gallen, Alex, um, Alex Wood. There's like so many Alex Woods in the league. Um, I think it's him. But uh, now you got the Martes in the outfield. Uh, I'm really excited for the D-backs. Their schedule is brutal in the first two weeks. I'm not going to lie. we got to play the Dodgers, uh, the Padres, who are better, the Rangers, the Astros. The first two weeks, um, if we get off to a bad start, it could be too big of a hole for my D-backs to climb out of. So I'm hoping, you know, we get through the first two weeks of the season. But uh, I still really like my team this year. And uh, I'm really pumped. I just wish the Dodgers just weren't so damn good, man. Um, so yeah, uh, next we'll get to the Padres, um, who, uh, are improving. I like what they're doing. Uh, I try not telling my friend that who is a huge Padres fan. We have a bet going on, uh, every year now, you know, 50 bucks, whoever wins more games, D-backs Padres, obviously I won last year, but I really like what the, the Padres are doing. Uh, Fernando Tatis is my favorite, uh, player outside of any D-backs player in the league. Um, I just love what he's doing. Obviously, they got Hosmer, who needs to have a better year, and Machado, who needs to have a better year. So, if those guys can start producing, uh, the Padres could could be uh, pretty decent. Uh, Kirby Yates is one of the better closers in the league. So, they just need some more pitching. And, again, it's the Padres. Uh, when's the last time they've been good, honestly? Tony Gwynn era? I mean, that's about it. So, on paper, they look like they're improving. I like what they're doing. Uh, we'll see what they can do this year. But overall, I think they're going to be uh, 
um, more competitive than they have in the past. So that's a, that's a step in the right direction. And then rounding out the bottom, uh, the Giants, who are just old and not very good. And then the Rockies, who I will talk about a little bit here because they should have traded Nolan Arenado this offseason, but they didn't. Um, don't be surprised if it gets traded during the middle of the 60-game season. That would be just insane, but it's not out of the question. They should trade them. They need all the prospects they can get. This team is terrible. Absolutely terrible. The Giants and Rockies are not good. So, I think you guys know where I'm going with this. I know West prediction, obviously, Dodgers. Uh, my D-backs in second. Padres third. Just behind them. And then San Francisco. I'll, I'll round it out. So, Next, we'll get to the NL Central. I think this is the most intriguing and toughest uh, division to predict in all baseball. Uh, I really had a hard time deciding who I thought was going to win this division. Um, we'll start with the Cardinals, uh, who won the division last year. They lost uh, Usman, Marcel Usman, to free agency. But other than that, they're pretty much running it back. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of this team. They're just so bleh, you know. Uh, they got... Got my guy, Paul Goldschmidt. But uh, nothing about this team really excites me. But it's the Cardinals. They're a really good organization. They always find, you know, if they have a couple bad down years, they usually find themselves in the playoffs. Um, so you can never count them out. Uh, next, we got the, the Brewers, who obviously they lost. Yasmani Granada. Granada. I said his name right earlier in the video. He's on the... It's on the White Sox now. Um, Muscos, Mike Muscosis is gone. I know, I butchered that. Um, they brought in uh, Azvila Garcia, Justin Smoke, and Ryan Healy. Um, they're getting Christian Yelich back, who is um, 2019 NL MVP runner-up, and he's won an MVP in the past. Yelich is one of the best players in baseball. He's probably the second best player behind Mike Trout. Uh, he's that good. Um, they just lack an ace on this team. But overall, this team is still very solid. So, um, and obviously, having one of the top two players in the league helps you a lot. So, next we got those lovable Chicago Cubs. Um, you know, they didn't really do much in, in the offseason. They didn't really have a lot of their money's tied up. So, but I wouldn't be surprised if Theo makes a move. For the, during the deadline, during the 60-game season. But um, I just don't like who they hired as a manager. Uh, they should have hired Joe Girardi. Instead, they hired David Ross, who uh, is going to be essentially a puppet for Theo, in my opinion. I hated the hire so much. Uh, I clown on my buddy, who is a Cubs fan, so much. Uh, it could prove me wrong, though. But uh, I just, you know, I think uh, going from Joe Madden to David Ross is uh, a downgrade. So... Don't really like what the Cubs did. Um, next, we got the Cincinnati Reds, who, much like the Chicago Cubs, or White Sox, uh, did a lot of moves in free agency offseason. Mike Muscoskis coming in from uh, Milwaukee. Nick Castellanos coming in from the Cubs. And then uh, Shogo from uh, Japan. Wade Miley. Um, I mean, this team's really trying to... On paper, they look uh, much improved, but then again, it's much like the White Sox. It's like this team looks really improved on paper. They really brought in some key pieces, um, 
But then again, you know, we're talking about the White Sox and Reds here. So are they actually going to improve? Um, this is a tough division because all these teams are pretty, pretty even, in my opinion, except for the Pirates, who are just terrible. But yeah, I think the Reds improve. Um, I hope they make the playoffs. Uh, I love that logo. I love the Great American Ballpark. I love Joey Botto. So I really hope the Reds win this division or find a way in the playoffs. But it's a tough division. Like I said, uh, the top four teams here are pretty even, in my opinion. So we'll see who comes out on top. Um, and then, obviously, the Pirates, who are not, not good at all. They trade away Sterling and Marte. I'm, this team's not good. There's nothing to talk about. Uh, when it comes to the Pirates. Um, so the NL Central, um, after a long debate, I went with Milwaukee to win the division. St. Louis right behind them. And then I had Cincinnati just above Chicago and then Pittsburgh last. Like I said, it's going to be a very uh, very competitive division. I think the winner of this division is going to be the three seed because I think they're going to be the weakest of the three division winners in the NL because of how competitive it is. Um, finally, we'll the NL East, and we'll start with the defending world champions who finally f- got it done in the postseason. The Washington Nationals. Um, they locked up Steven Strasburg. They still have Max Scherzer. Juan Soto is an absolute stud. Um, Rendon's gone. That's about their biggest, um, you know, loss this offseason. Um, their schedule's really easy. Really, really easy. Um, I believe I saw a stat. It was 27% of their games are against the Marlins and Pittsburgh, I think. One of the two worst teams in the league. Um, the schedule's easy, so I don't think they should have any problem making it back to the playoffs. So, there goes that. Um, next, the f- actual favorites in this division, the Atlanta Braves, who lost Josh Donaldson. But other than that, they brought in uh, Marcel Ozuna. Will Smith, uh, Cole Hamels, he's back, veteran pitcher, uh, King Felix, but I believe he's gonna sit out this season because of COVID. Um, you know, they're the favorites to win the NL East for third straight year, and I think they should be. Uh, this team is very good. Uh, next, uh, the most intriguing team in this division. No, it's not the Philadelphia Phillies. I think it's the New York Mets. Um, I mean, they lost Zach Wheeler, but other than that. Um, their rotation's loaded. They got DeGrom and Syndergaard. And they brought in a 2016 Cy Young winner, okay, Rick uh, Porcello, who had a terrible ERA uh, last year at the Red Sox. So it was like six and a half. Um, but, you know, this pitching staff can just dominate, you know. Uh, I think they can find themselves in the playoffs. I really do. They got the rookie of the year, Pete Alonso. Uh, is Robinson Cano playing this year? Is he suspension over? I got to find that out. But uh, I like the Mets uh, a lot this year because of their pitching. Um, I'll get to my playoffs. Um, I, well, so we'll see. I think they're better than the Phillies. So we'll talk about the Phillies right now. Uh, they did bring in Joe Girardi. That's plus D.G. Uh, Gregorius. Yeah, I had to make sure... Said that right. Uh, Zach Wheeler. Now they need another pitcher uh, behind Arnetta. They bring him in. Bring him in. Um, and then obviously this lineup is stacked. You got Bryce Harper, Ryan Hoskins, JT Raulmina, 
McCutcheon's back. Um, you know, um, Gene Segura. I mean, this team should be good. On paper, they look really good, but it's their pitching that's just bad. Um, they don't have, you know, if Arietta can get back to that Cy Young form um, and Wheeler's pitching lights out, this team could be in the playoffs. But if not, and they're just average, um, their, their bullpen's terrible. And um, I just, you know, this division's tough. Because I think the Mets are good. The Nationals are defending champions. The Braves are one of the favorites to win the World Series. So this division is uh, much like the Central, except I think better than the Central. So we'll see. Um, I don't think they're going to get the playoffs this year, but they got all the talent to do it. They really do. So we'll see. If their pitching can step it up, I think they can get in. And then the Marlins, who, um, much like, uh, who was I talking about earlier? Uh, Toronto, um, they're bad, but they're improving. They're still going to be a, a pretty bad team, but I, I like what they're doing. But there's not much to talk about. Um, so, yeah. So, for the NL East, I have the Braves winning it. Then the Nationals, um, the Mets behind them, Philly, and then Miami. So, that rounds out the NL East and the NL so let's get into the fun stuff here. The playoffs, um, seeding wise for the NL, I had the Dodgers as the one seed, the Braves as the two, Milwaukee as the three, um, the Nationals as the four, and my Diamondbacks as the last team in. And for the AL, I have the Yankees as the one, the Twins as the two, Houston as the three, Tampa Bay, and the Rangers rounding out four or five. Um, so. Obviously, in the playoffs, a wild card. We'll start in the AL. I have Tampa versus the Rangers. Yes, I have the Rangers sneaking into the playoffs. I should probably elaborate more on that. Um, I, had, I have the Rangers win 40 games. Um, the next team behind them that I thought could make a wild card spot is uh, Cleveland. But other than that, uh, the Angels as well. I had the Angels win 37 games. Um so those are the three teams that I think can vibe for a playoff spot, that last wild card spot, along with Oakland. But I decided to go with Texas because they improved their pitching. They got a new stadium. Um, it is a good franchise. You know, they they went to two World Series in the last decade. They just couldn't get it done. Um, so they got good veterans there. Uh, I like I like what they've done this offseason, so I went with the Rangers as my last pick. I don't think I need to explain the Yankees, Twins, Houston, and Tampa Bay as my other teams. Um, and then obviously the NL. I don't think I need to explain LA, uh, Atlanta. I'm about to sneeze. I think I am. Uh, no, it's going away. Maybe I'll come back. Um, the Nationals obviously getting in. Um, I decided to go with Milwaukee in the Central. Um, you know, they have Yellich, the second-best player in the league, and, you know, my gut just had a gut feeling that Milwaukee was going to pull this division out. Um, I had St. Louis behind them by a couple games, and then uh, Cincinnati just behind St. Louis and Chicago just behind them. Um, I really like Cincinnati on paper. I really wanted to take them in this division, but it's Cincinnati, and they just they – just, haven't proven it that they can get it done in the last decade. So, I mean, and nothing about St. Louis excites me. And Chicago, I just I don't like hiring David Ross. That's just what it came down to. I don't 
And then obviously I went with my D-backs. Uh, their first two weeks of their schedule is tough. I'm a little biased on this, but I love what my team did this offseason, bringing in Matt Bum, Sterling Marte. Um, Cattell Marte is an MVP um, candidate. So I really like what my team's doing. Uh, the last wild card spot came down to my D-backs, um, one of those runner-ups in Central, so Cincinnati, Chicago, St. Louis, uh, the Mets. Um, I almost put the Mets in there, um, but eventually I gave my the edge to the Diamondbacks, to my Diamondbacks, so I was a little biased, but you know what? I can't be. So, uh, obviously in the wild card, we have Nail. We'll start with Tampa and Texas. I had Tampa Bay moving on in that one-game wild card. And then the Nationals versus D-backs. Yes, I took my D-backs. Yes, because I know we would probably have Madison Bumgarner on the mound against Max Scherzer. Man, could you imagine that wild card game? Whew. Between those two pitchers, and then you got Strasburg and Robbie Ray coming out of the bullpen. I mean, that would just be a great matchup. Um, but in the end, I had to go with my T-backs. I just could not pick against them. So, now in the ALDS, we have the Yankees versus Tampa Bay, Minnesota versus Houston, and then in the NLDS, we have the Dodgers against Diamondbacks, and then the Braves versus Milwaukee. We'll start in the AL. Um, I went to the Yankees. They're a better team. Not much more explanation there. They're just a better team. And then uh, Minnesota-Houston. I went with Houston because Minnesota uh, tends to choke in the playoffs all the time. And Houston's just, they're battle-tested. They, they know how to do it. I know everyone's going to be like, they're cheaters. You know what? They won a World Series. They're almost in the World Series every year now. Um, I'm not picking against Houston when it comes to Minnesota. So, And then the NLDS, uh, Dodgers and my D-backs. I picked the Dodgers. This uh, almost made me throw up. I absolutely hate the Dodgers, but uh, they are the best team in the NL, and there's no question about it. So they're just more, they got more bats than the Diamondbacks. I think our rotation is almost just as good as theirs, uh, and our bullpen, and their bullpen's pretty even. But uh, in the end, I got to go to the Dodgers. They've had our number in the playoffs. Um, so. I picked LA to move on, and then Atlanta-Milwaukee, I went with Atlanta because I think they're the better team. Uh, not much more to it. So, in the ALCS and the NLDS, or CS, it's, you know, Yankees, Houston, LA, Atlanta, you know, pretty much the three teams that are always in it, minus um, Atlanta. I picked the Yankees to get revenge on Houston because of that home field advantage. And then I also picked the, the Dodgers against Atlanta because I think they're better. Um, I almost picked Atlanta, though. I really did, but I think the Dodgers, you know, they've been to the World Series the last two years. So um, I picked them to get back there. Um, I really wanted to pick Atlanta. I really, really did. But uh, I just couldn't. So. And then the World Series... Yes, I know. The two favorites are in the Dodgers and the Yankees. You know, going into this, I was like, I'm not going to have a Dodgers-Yankees World Series final. I'm just not. Like everyone else, like, I do not want this World Series at all. I know the commissioner does because it's the big money. It's the two most popular teams in the league. Um, you know, this would be like the Red Sox-Dodgers for me all over again. It's like, ugh, 
I got to watch the World Series between these two teams, which I absolutely cannot stand. And I've had to root for the Yankees because I'm not rooting for the Dodgers. Um, so in the end, I picked the New York Yankees to win the World Series this year um, simply because when it comes down to Dodgers versus the Yankees, uh, they're pretty even. But um, I'm trusting Aaron Boone over Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts has made some questionable decisions um, in the World Series and playoffs in the past. I trust Aaron Boone more. I just do. And for that reason, I'm picking the New York Yankees to win the World Series this year and to capture that uh, 28th title. So, Bronx Bombers are your 2020 MLB champions. I don't know how right this is. Um, maybe it'll be spot on. Maybe it'll, maybe the season will just get blown up by some unknown teams, which I'd be all for because it's 60 games. So, who knows what happens. Um, but other than that, um, I really try to get some new teams in the playoffs, guys. But in the end, you know, the top teams in the league are just so much better than these other teams. But who knows? This 60-game season um, could prove that, you know, some of these up-and-coming up teams have what it takes. So I'm hoping for that. But in the end, I picked Dodgers versus the Yankees, and I had the Yankees winning the World Series. So, yes, I know, as basic, as boring, all that excitement leading up to this preview just for that. I know. I'm sorry, guys, but, I mean, just looking at all the teams and stuff, it's just, it is what it is, man. Uh, we'll see if it happens this year or not. Um, other than that, uh, that wraps up this episode. Um, you know, looking forward to UFC 251. Um, Baseball is coming up. The M- uh, NBA is coming back. NHL is coming back. I will have a preview episode for both of those leagues in the next couple of days. Uh, I got nothing to do. Um, I'm done with summer school and uh, I don't have work for probably another week. So I should get those out pretty soon. So um, stay tuned for those. But uh, other than that, thanks for uh, listening today or you know, whenever you're listening. I guess that was kind of stupid. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, catch me um, with the next couple episodes coming up, uh, really appreciate it. So, um, you know, stay safe, you know, hope you guys have jobs and, and, uh, being, you know, got stuff going on right now to distract you from all this, this bullshit that's happening in the world right now. But, uh, appreciate the listen guys. Um, so I will catch you, uh, pretty soon. So, uh, stay safe and, uh, see you later.